Do you hate selling or are you simply scared of being too pushy or salesy? In this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast, I share six strategies how to overcome your fear of selling and become a better marketeer. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Susanne Reicher, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week you learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. I hear it all the time. I don't want to be too pushy. I don't like selling. And I get it. Let's face it, selling your services can be awkward, especially for a yoga teacher or spiritual entrepreneur. Maybe you associate any kind of selling with grasping or greediness. Maybe you feel shy or uneasy about discussing your classes, services and products. Or maybe you're worried your students will think you are a sellout and that you've become part of the big yoga money machine. And I get it. We all got those emails telling us to buy now, last chance, if you don't buy now you will end your life in misery and miss out on everything and we hate them. We've all experienced being sold to in a pushy, sleazy way and it's often quite an unpleasant experience. But the thing is, without selling, you don't have a business. Being able to effectively make sales is, well, it's kind of important. There's no way around it. Doing a little self-promotion is necessary to get the word out, to get people in or on the yoga mat where the magic happens. It's not enough to put your offer on your website. Unfortunately, hear the saying, create something great and people will find it, just isn't true. It's also not enough to send out a couple emails and post about your new offer on social media a few times. The problem is, in our modern world, we are all bombarded with messages all the time. So there's a big chance that your message gets lost in all the noise. We also have to be in the right mindset to buy something. When you share your new amazing offer one time with your followers, you are assuming that they are in the right mindset to buy from you right in that moment. That's a big assumption to make. There's actually a study that says we have to see something seven times before we take action. Seven times. And finally, there's a reason why all the top marketeers, like all of them, are really strong and consistent in their messaging when they sell something. They send you six, eight, ten emails. They post Instagram stories daily. They do Facebook Lives. They don't do that because it's so much fun. They do that because it works. And there's a lot that we can learn from that. That's why today I want to talk about how you can overcome your fear of being a sleazy salesperson and instead become a better marketeer. But first, I want you to look at your mindset. When we are telling ourselves things like, I hate selling, or I'm simply not good at selling or at marketing, it's very often fear that is holding us back. Fear that we are not good enough, that nobody is going to buy, that people won't like us anymore. And that's a huge mindset block. 
After all, if we don't sell our offers, we can't fail. And nobody will be annoyed with us for sending more emails than normal. I think it's definitely worth it to sit on it and figure out if there's something holding you back. And then acknowledging it is the first step. Next, look at what you can do to make selling more enjoyable. I have six strategies for you, so let's get started. Number one, build the connection. When it comes down to it, selling is all about relationships. When you take the time to connect with someone before you share your offers, you have a much higher chance of converting them into a customer. Nothing feels worse than when it seems as if someone only cares about our money. So make sure you don't make your potential customers feel like that. That's the most important part of the sales process, building a relationship. You want to get to know your customers, share inspirational stories and build a trust-based relationship before ever considering trying to sell them something. You do that, for example, by sending out a regular newsletter to your audience where you share great value with them consistently. If you have an email list and your subscribers haven't heard from you in three months and suddenly you're sending them daily emails asking them to buy, they can't help but feel being sold to and not in a good way. If that's you and you haven't sent out a newsletter to your subscriber in forever, you don't even remember when they last heard from you, don't worry about it. So what's done is done. What you need to do now, though, is to warm up your audience before you start talking about your new offer. So send them a few weekly emails where you, for example, reintroduce yourself and then share something of value that they're excited to get in their inbox. Another great way to build connection with your audience is to ask them questions and then be genuinely interested in the answers they give and get back to them. Here's what I do. I like to include a little note in my newsletters that says something like, got a question about selling without being salesy? Hit me up via email and I will reply ASAP. It really doesn't take me much time to fire back with personalized answers for the people who email me. This will not only keep them engaged, I also learn a lot about their needs and how I can best serve them. When someone has a question, don't gruffly tell them to read the FAQs. Be gracious and feed people the answers they are seeking, even if those answers are already featured on your website. Bottom line, make yourself easily accessible so that your customers feel wanted, appreciated and beautifully cared for. It's really about them and their experience. I love it when I wake up and sold one of my courses overnight. Not going to lie, it's a great feeling. I mean, that's the dream, right? Making money in your sleep. But what feels even better is getting an email from one of my students with a link to her new website that she designed with my help. That's so awesome. And that's when I'm proudest of myself and my achievement. Number two, sell a transformation, not a product or service. Here's the hard truth. Nobody cares about coaching, yoga, healthy recipes or consulting services themselves. People care about what a service can do for them. When you're writing your marketing materials, ask yourself, what result am I promising? What transformation will my students experience? Here are a few examples. You don't sell a mattress, you sell better sleep. That's my favorite. You don't sell a yoga class, you sell the feeling of being relaxed and calm after a stressful day. 
You don't sell a massage. You sell feeling good in your body again. And then you create stories around this transformation. Share testimonials or talk about your own transformation. Give your audience something to inspire them and that they can relate to. Of course, you also talk about your product and what it is about, but not as much. You want to focus on why you are selling something more than on what you are selling. Number three, believe in what you're selling. Here's the thing. You need to be pee your pants excited about the stuff that you sell and believe in what you're offering 100%. Because if you don't, then you're probably not going to feel very confident about it. And that lack of confidence will show through in everything you communicate. For example, I know without a doubt that the online courses I'm selling are value-packed and I know in my heart of hearts that they'll serve my audience. If you don't truly believe in whatever it is that you're selling, you need to put in some changes. Do you feel your offering lacks value? Then work on that until it has more. Not sure if it will truly benefit your audience? Ask for feedback or offer a beta version for free to your most loyal students so that you can get their feedback. Enthusiasm is contagious, but so is boredom. If you don't deeply believe in the potential of your idea to help people, then others will simply not be lining up to buy what you sell. Especially as personal brand entrepreneurs, we simply must believe in what we do because it's so much a part of who we are. So seriously, friends, you must believe in what you want people to buy. That belief will translate naturally and organically into sales. Number four, be authentic. This is such a buzzword, right? I mean, what does it really mean to be authentic? Here's how I see it. People buy from people they like. If you're hiding behind a brand name, if you're not sharing anything about you or your personality, you won't be able to connect with your audience and it will affect your sales big way. So put yourself out there. Share your story. What brought you to where you are? Share what's going on in your life. Use not only professional images, but show the real you, for example, in live videos. Whatever you do, you want to use your own words and also use language that will really resonate with your audience. Don't follow a script of what you think you should say if it doesn't actually sound like you or it, if it makes you feel uncomfortable. Instead, use the exact words and phrases that your audience actually uses so that you can sprinkle them into your copy. One of the biggest mistakes entrepreneurs make is using the wrong words to attract their ideal clients. They use expert speak or jargon to talk about their work instead of the words their customers are using. When you talk to your customers like that, for example, using fancy Sanskrit names, they won't understand how you can help them. And more importantly, they won't relate to you. You want to use language that resonates with your audience. You can learn what to say, for example, by interviewing your ideal customers, listening in on conversations in Facebook groups, or asking them for feedback, for example, in Instagram stories. It comes back to building relationships once more. Number five, provide value. You can't go wrong when you genuinely focus on trying to be as helpful as possible. Because when you focus on simply serving, not selling, by being as helpful and amazing as you can, when you do have something to sell to your audience, it will come much more naturally. 
Plus, when you focus on supporting people by giving free value, then they will want to return the favor by supporting you too. For example, I'm offering free content consistently that focuses on serving my audience first, like blog posts, freebies, masterclasses, free challenges, offering support in my free Facebook group, and now this podcast. Make sure that you're creating valuable free content, answer questions, respond to comments, and genuinely care about serving your audience first and foremost. This emphasis on Seva is both yogic and good business, and it's a great way to get comfortable sharing your services or products. And finally, number six, always tell the truth. You should use marketing techniques like restricting your offer or making it available only for a short time simply because they really work. With offers that never expire, there's no sense of urgency and we can always get it later. Only later never comes and you still have to buy your ramen and watch your Netflix and pay your rent, yes? Give a client who's on the fence 24 hours, three days or one week to act. Whatever the time frame, it's much more likely to work than making an open-ended offer. People buy when they A, can't handle not having something any longer. This applies for things like, I don't know, toilet paper or toothpaste, but surely not for an online course about yoga or B, when they're up against a deadline. The sale ends tomorrow. The promo code expires in an hour. Christmas is coming. Her birthday is next week. Only three more rooms available for this yoga retreat. Deadlines motivate your peeps to buy, like teasing them with products, lovingly offering them services, and giving them all the time in the world simply can't. Another human trait is that we always, always want what we can't have. The more scarce something is, the higher the demand. Authentic scarcity can help your customers overcome this. The sale ends tomorrow. The promo code expires in an hour. Christmas is coming. Her birthday is next week. Deadlines motivate your peeps to buy, like teasing them with products, lovingly offering them services and giving them all the time in the world simply can't. Another human trait is that we always, always want what we can't have. The more scarce something is, the higher the demand. Authentic scarcity can help your customers overcome this, eh, hey, you know what, let me wait and think about it, thing that we all do. But please remember, this has got to be honest and real. So how do you do that? Scarcity is when there's a limited or diminishing quantity of a thing. If you provide a service, you can't work 24 hours a day, so bookings are limited. The same applies for space in a yoga class or on a retreat. You've just got to say so and make it really clear as you sell out. Here are a few examples. If you're offering a yoga retreat and there are only a few spaces left, state this on the website. For example, only two single rooms left. If you're offering coaching, let people know how many spaces you're offering per month or if there's a wait list. But you've got to be truthful. Urgency and scarcity are only cool if it's actually true. Please do not fake them. So if you tell your people that they have to sign up in the next 48 hours, make sure that this is the way it is and they can't sign up after that deadline has expired. So let's review what we talked about. Number one, build the connection. Selling is all about relationships. Number two, sell a transformation, not a product or service. Number three, believe in what you're selling. 
Number four, be authentic. Number five, provide value. And number six, always tell the truth. If you follow these strategies I've just outlined, you'll be able to promote your offers and services much more easily without being pushy or salesy. Shift the sales approach to a place where it's no longer about selling anything. Instead, make it about the relationships. Make it about getting to know your potential customers, about providing them value, whether they buy from you or not, about giving them information and knowledge about what you're selling, and make it about giving people an overall positive experience when they interact with you. You probably still have to get outside of your comfort zone a little bit. But I think it's fine to start small and work yourself up to a bigger launch. Baby steps are totally okay. You have to find what works for you. You might not feel comfortable sending out 12 emails in your launch or talk about your new offer on Instagram every day, but you should send out more emails and share more on social media than you feel comfortable with. We all know growth happens outside of your comfort zone. And this is one of the situations where this is really true. And I promise it'll be worth it. So thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This would mean the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode. To learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my courses and membership, or to get instant access to freebies, workshops, and more, go to susannereicher.com right now. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Hey there, interrupting for a short announcement. I'm hosting a virtual bootcamp to help you kickstart your online business from May 6th to May 10th, and I would love to see you there. It's the Make Your First or Next $5,000 online bootcamp, and you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, susannereicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E-R-I-E-K-E-R.com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your signature offer to make your first or next $5,000. I can't believe how freaking fun, valuable, and powerful this virtual event is going to be. You'll get five live stream trainings, all of the recordings in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife Biz Hive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community. It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer, whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 to $3,000 monthly mark. If you're eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.